0: This is Professor X, and you're tuned into the Who's Your Daddy Godcast Network.
1: Get ready to experience a downpour of the
0: manifestation of God's blessing in your life, because 2019
1: is the year of the latter rain.
0: This is the award-winning podcast from a history with God Ministries Godcast Network, featuring Frank and Christina Sasso. Visit us online at ahistorywithgod.org for articles, links, prophetic words, prayer requests, and other awesome resources. And now, let's join the host of this Godcast,
1: Frank Sasso.
2: Hello and happy Resurrection Sunday.
1: Happy Resurrection Sunday. Or some would
2: say, happy happy Easter. That's a pagan thing, right? Easter, Easter, they say or
1: something about Easter Island, or I Easter don't know. Easter Island. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. Someone lectured me on this once, and years and years ago, and I forgot. This is before you were saved. No, after it was a Jehovah's Witness, and they were just kind of yelling at me, so I just kind of
2: they were yelling at you. Uh-huh. Okay. So I did, I just. Oh, I remember that. Kinda, like, yeah. I heard some of it. That was then, a couple. Yes. Yeah, I remember. But it, was I remember it was the guy. It was a guy.
1: Right. Yeah, right. we shouldn't celebrate birthdays or Christmas or anything. Yeah, or say so hi so. to each other or. No, I don't. Know. <laughs> but anyway, I just so I don't really remember everything he said.
2: Yeah, don't get all caught up with the whole, "Oh, Easter's a pagan holiday. You shouldn't say happy Easter to each other. You should say this." You know. And it's
1: really, you know, Christmas isn't really Jesus's birthday, but if it gives you a chance and the world a chance to take a, a moment and say, "Wow," Let's celebrate Jesus at this time of year. Why not?
2: Right. So it's also Passover. So happy Passover.
1: Yes. As
2: well, Mm -hmm. which is the Passover celebration, as I know Bella and me talked about. Yes,
1: they did. started on Friday at sundown.
2: Right. And that was actually a celebration that was originally given to the Jews when they were still in Egypt.
1: Right. And that was the Last Supper.
2: That was also the Last Supper. It was Jesus's Seder. Right. Although I tend to think the... Disciples didn't have a clue as to what he was talking about.
1: Yes, but they knew it was Seder. They knew it was Passover. Oh, was no, no, no. A, that uh, was that yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. But as far as him being in the Passover lamb, mm-hmm. I don't think they were – I think he was being metaphorical or he was being cryptic or whatever. All right. You know, I think. but Maybe they they got it.
1: But I think it's funny that I didn't even realize that the Last Supper was a Passover Seder until years after I got saved. Because, like, as growing up Catholic, they never told you that. They never told me that, anyway. Well, Well, I never
2: heard it. They're not teaching you about Passover.
1: Yeah, maybe things have changed. But back then, I didn't hear that at all.
2: Podcast, yeah. When we were in school, Christina went to Catholic grammar school, Catholic high school, Catholic college. I went to Catholic grammar school, and then it ended after that. (laughs) They never ever mentioned Passover, and that's probably why you got such a revelation as to Jesus being the Lamb of God our right. first time in church. Right,
1: right. So Easter Sunday, yes, Easter Sunday. Sunday. that would be today is a big joyous event because, as of that day when he rose from the dead, mm. that was the period at the end of the sentence. Everything changed. Everything was finished. Everything. The law was fulfilled and man was redeemed. All sin had been forgiven and there was now peace on earth. Not between man and man, but between man and God. There was no more enmity between God the Father and his creation.
2: On Good Friday, the day Jesus died in the physical, that's when Jesus' work was done. And then today is when God the Father's work was done because he was resurrected.
1: Right, God I mean, resurrected on Resurrection Sunday, right,
2: which is Easter Sunday, as right. to, you know.
1: So during those it. three days, Jesus went into hell. Right, they couldn't keep him there because that would have been illegal.
2: They couldn't hold him,
1: but he had the keys, and he took the keys back.
2: Took the keys back from Satan.
1: Took the crown, right, and he opened the door and set the captives free.
2: That's right. He made an open show out of the devil.
1: Right, he paraded
2: him up and down. That's
1: right. Made a mockery of the devil. Mm. Freed all. The captives, and now there there was no more holding place for people. When That's they right. die, there was That's no right. more. I guess we we would call it purgatory, right, or, or paradise. That right. was eliminated because there was no more need for it. Right. Because now you make a choice. You either say yes, I receive the forgiveness that Jesus paid for, or no, I don't receive it. You either have eternal life with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Or with the enemy. Yeah.
2: It's just a matter of acknowledging who paid the bill right. of death. That That's it. Right? Why do we have to complicate this so much?
1: Mm-hmm. When you're saved, you are at the finish line. You don't have to get to the finish line. You right. You arrive at the finish line. You don't have to now try and get holy. You have been made holy. You have been made righteous because right. you can't do it yourself. That's the whole point of why Jesus came to earth in the first place because – Man couldn't do it for himself, couldn't do it then, can't do it now. Mm -hmm. So he did it, he finished it, the work is done, and we just take advantage of that free gift, if you want it. Remember, a gift is a gift. You have to receive the gift. Nobody can force a gift on you. Mm -hmm. So it's all up to free will. God gives us that choice. But he says, choose life.
2: That's right. He says, choose life. And I can already hear some people saying, oh,
1: Brother Frank says it, Christina.
2: You know, but we still have to do good, and we still have to be good, and we say, blah, well, it That's nothing to do with like, being good. This, that, that's not even the point we're trying to make.
1: But didn't Paul say, all you're doing is as filthy rags? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like dirty tampons.
2: Dirty tampons. Right. That's, that's what, what he actually, works like. that's he what he actually
1: that. meant. That was what the scripture says. I'm not right. like... Making that up. So he's trying to find out the the most repulsive thing to a Jew, which would be that from a woman because of their belief and how a woman was unclean when she right. had a period and so on. Right. So he was taking that and saying that your works are like that. They're worthless in your own self, in your own right. like trying to be good. Just acknowledge that, yeah, you know what? I can't do this without the power of Jesus living in me through the Holy Spirit. Right. And that's all you need to do is acknowledge it and then just keep repeating that, that you're the righteousness of God and renew your mind to that truth. And then everything else will fall into place. All the actual physical manifestations of that truth will come to be.
2: That's it. You'll see it. It'll just happen. You'll see the
1: prosperity. You'll see the health. You'll see the quote-unquote goodness, the holiness, the power, the purity. All of that will start to reveal itself in your life.
2: You know, I was listening to that Bill and Me podcast and a lot of stuff, some interesting parallels are so cool. When Jesus came into Jerusalem that Mm -hmm. day with you know, riding on the donkey, that day back in the day of, you know, Passover lambs and stuff, Mm -hmm. that day was Lamb Selection Day. That was the day that's supposed to choose the lamb for the Passover.
1: Our Palm Sunday.
2: Our Palm Sunday, right, exactly. Is or was Lamb Selection Day. So basically
1: Jews. what the Jews were doing when they were honoring Jesus coming into the city was saying we choose him. This
2: is a good lamb. Yes. Without even realizing what right, they were doing. Right. Right.
1: Isn't that cool? It's just
2: so many cool things everything he did was with a purpose. Well the word when they were shouting hosanna, mm-hmm. hosanna means save us. Mm-hmm. That's what the word means. I know. And they're shouting save us, but they were looking for a, they were political, looking for a political yeah, exactly. Leader. They weren't looking for a spiritual savior. And palm branches? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. They actually were a symbol of freedom and defiance. That's what palm branches are a symbol of.
1: That is very interesting. Well, all of the Old Testament just points to Jesus. Every single line, I believe, if you dig deep enough, points to Jesus. It's all about Jesus.
2: All of it. From Genesis to Revelation.
1: Absolutely.
2: Well, Bella even mentioned that about you. She said that you were going to go line by line and connect Jesus to it in the Bible. We
1: had, had that conversation.
2: Yeah, that's good. Because you guys talk, that's good. <laughs> but all those things, all those, you know, the, the palm, the donkey, the, there's there's a significance with the donkey. There's a connection there. There's a lamb selection day. And since they were looking for like a political kind of a savior, if you will,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Jesus knew that they didn't understand the Messiah's purpose in coming. Right. And that's why his response a lot of the time was to weep. You know, because sometimes we hear at funerals, you know, when Jesus went to go meet with Lazarus, it's because and he said Jesus wept, mm-hmm. and they go, oh, look how they how he loved Lazarus. They would say, and Jesus wept because of their unbelief. Right? Jesus wept because they didn't understand why he was coming.
1: Yeah, like why would he weep if he knew he was going to raise him? From I the know, dead? really. Right? I would be like excited, like oh, exactly. Get this. I'd be laughing. Yeah, he was sad for their unbelief.
2: That's the only reason Jesus wept. When you see Jesus wept in the Bible, mm-hmm. that's the only reason he he would weep. Because of someone's unbelief or misunderstanding or just didn't get it, right? And he was weeping because his heart was breaking for these people, right? I just <sighs> want people to really get it,
1: and we're still getting it. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying we've it's arrived. Always, always learning, we'll be learning for eternity.
2: I know there are people sitting in church today not even getting it. No, I know. Because it's Easter and you got to go to church on Easter and blah 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 blah, and you know you're with the family and like are we, and you know the Easter bunnies get passed around the chocolate Easter bunnies. Like, oh, do we even get what today is really? Right.
1: But I mean, there's nothing wrong with those traditions.
2: That's fine. They
1: celebrate spring and the new rebirth and everything was dormant and now it's coming back to life. And again, that's which wonderful. Also points to Jesus. E- exactly.
2: I was just gonna say um, it's all wonderful. God designed it to be like that.
1: But if it stops there and you don't understand the fullness of it, or at least some of it, then you're missing out on the major, most important part of what Easter Resurrection Sunday is.
2: I mean, think about this a minute. Let's say you had a family member or a very good friend who had passed away. You had the funeral. You had the burial. And then three days later, you see this person. They're knocking on your door. I mean, you would talk about this the rest of your life. Right. Oh, remember that time when John died and came back to life? You know. Yes, yes. You'd be talking... This would change your life. Right. You're in the ground. Right. Buried. Forget, like, technically dead in the hospital. I'm talking about a funeral Mm -hmm. and dead in the ground. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Three days later. Oh, who's that? He wasn't in the
1: ground. He was in the tomb. But you got my point. Right,
2: right. (laughs) It's something like that. Like, if you... All of a sudden, this dead guy, I just went to your funeral three days ago. What are you talking about?
1: Right, right.
2: I saw you in the casket, and here you are, live and well, wanting to get a cup of coffee. Right. Are you kidding me?
1: That, I know, it's amazing. So I would talk was about that was every was day, the rest of my life. Right. That was what was happening at the time. Jesus right. rose from the dead. People saw him. The disciples saw him. The people that followed him saw him. Yeah, he was hanging around for more than a so month. So now, this was a big news going yeah. on. You see, see how this has been, it's not just a story, and then it died after a couple hundred years. It's right. been a while, and we're still talking about it.
2: I mean, it's one thing, okay, this girl has a baby. She says she's a virgin. All right, she could be lying. Right. Whatever. Okay, the Savior's born. Hallelujah. But nothing really happened yet in the sense right. that. He was
1: just a you know, baby.
2: So I think Easter is a bigger, uh, kind of a bigger deal than Christmas. Well,
1: the Easter is the culmination of why he was born. Right. Right. It's the big deal. Easter is the whole point.
2: Right. That's the whole point of Christmas. Right. But we gl- kind of gloss over there's no Easter season, there's a Christmas season.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's no Easter season.
1: Right. And actually, Handel's Messiah. Yeah. Which we always hear at Christmas. Yeah, it was not written for Christmas. It was written for Easter. So you can go back and listen to that. Right. Those words, and it's a, it's an Easter celebration.
2: We're going to challenge Podcastia to do a study on Easter and see what you guys come up with, yeah. and and email us any revelations you may get yeah, from from to, this study
1: to learn from each other. Well, anyway, on that note, yeah. If you have anything else to say.
2: Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about resurrection. The the Christian symbolism in the Passover happens early in the Seder with the, the three Matzahs. I don't know if you heard on Bella and Me. I was explaining to Bella about the three, there's three Matzahs in a Seder that are put together, and it represents the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The middle Matzah represents the death and burial of Jesus. Right. And it's designed to represent him, since it's striped and pierced. You know, the, right. the it has matzo. like these burn marks, mm-hmm. right. but they still look like stripes, like lines. Right. That's to represent Jesus's stripes, his scars on his back. Right. And the holes is to represent that he was pierced. Right. So then, following the say the meal, after that's all done, the matzah that was hidden, mm-hmm. like you go, like you tell the kids to go get it. Right. And he gets it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or she gets there to find it and then they unwrap it and it's, and they hold it up to, to show a resurrection. Right. David and Isaiah and Zechariah, they all prophesied all this. Right. But it's just kind of cool how even the matzah cracker is like tied to Jesus. Mm -hmm. There's three of them. It's Mm -hmm. a whole, and this is Jewish custom.
1: The whole story of Passover is Jesus. Right. The blood of the lamb, the blood of the unblemished lamb put on the doorpost of the house, Mm -hmm. the angel of death passes over you. You are no longer subject to death because of the blood of the perfect lamb. Hello, Jesus. (laughs)
2: This is all Jesus. So I just wanted to bring that matzah part up. That was kind of cool. So like I said- podcast here do your own word study about easter or resurrection sunday whatever you want to refer to it as as long as you refer to it and get back to us on any revelations you receive from this study amen cool yep well happy Happy resurrection Resurrection sunday Sunday. and remember we love you god loves you and and jesus Jesus is is lord Lord. stay Stay blessed. blessed
0: Thank you for listening to today's broadcast from A History With God Ministries. This teaching is a powerful ministry tool that you can use to experience the power of God in your life. Thank you again for listening and for helping us reach the world with the love of Jesus. A History With God Ministries. Seeing. Hearing. Remembering. Until next time, remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. Stay blessed.